0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: Hello, everyone. It's Ryan here. Before you listen to the episode, I wanted to throw this in there and ask... If there's anything that you guys would like to hear me talk about in the near future, like any new types of episodes, any type of games or movies, but I also want your feedback in general, just like how you feel about the show. There's a lot of new people listening. There's people from different countries, different cities that I've never even heard of. So do me a favor. If you still listen to this show on a pretty regular basis, hit me up on Instagram and tell me what you think of it. If you want, of course, I really appreciate your support. So hit me up on Instagram at It Just Studios and um, I haven't said this in a really long time but let's go ahead and cue that intro i'm your host ryan and today we are going to be talking about ant-man and i have two amazing guests to help me out with that i have eric the casual gamer he's back again to talk about all the marvel madness and then we have alex who hasn't been on in a while alex how you doing man
2: doing good just been working a lot selling a lot of cases uh you know kicking ass your boss told you you're doing good (laughs) yeah boss doing told me i'm doing really good
1: I'm so glad you're selling cases out there, uh, Eric. How you doing, man?
0: I'm doing spectacular, Ryan. I'm just <clears throat> thrilled to be on. See Alex's beautiful
1: face. It's always a treat to see Alex's beautiful face. So yes, yes, it yeah. is. So uh, yeah, we're here to <clears throat> talk about Ant Man. Kind of just get straight into it. You know, um, you know, with Marvel after Endgame, you know, Alex. Like What ha- What movies have you seen in Phase 4, and how do you feel about Marvel before you walked into Ant-Man? Uh, so only... kind of, I'm sorry, I know that's kind of like a spur of the moment, but I'm like, you know what, I want, let's catch up on how you feel about Marvel.
2: Uh, I mean, some of the movies and the CGI has been pretty pretty shitty, uh, in my opinion. Um, the only ones I haven't seen is uh, the Black Widow movie. And uh, I think She-Hulk as well. But I've seen pretty much the rest. Oh, and uh, the new Wakanda movie. I haven't watched that one. But uh, yeah, it's been a pretty crappy story since uh, Steve Rogers, Iron Man, and now Thor is
1: leaving. And uh, that last Thor movie was just garbage. It was really bad. <clears throat> it was so bad. Chris Hemsworth is like, Ugh. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. So did it get to a point where you're like, man, I should have just ended with Endgame, game or were you still kind of staying hopeful for the future because of like some of the announcement that they've had with like Deadpool three, you know, fantastic four. And then obviously guardians coming back to, you know, wrap up their stories as well.
2: Yeah. I'm excited for guardians and I was excited for Ant-Man because I love Paul Rudd and, uh, just the way he plays ant-man
1: so i knew it was gonna be pretty good with him yeah paul Rudd's amazing um he definitely carries the movie in a lot of in almost every scene he's in i would say um but eric also like with you you know in game we have phase four now we're leading into phase five and we're obviously gonna eventually finish the mcu episodes we still have to do thor the dark world that's really where we're you know really at a halt at um but eric with the current MCU. You know, how do you feel about everything leading up to Ant-Man and now moving forward to hopefully an incredible Secret Wars?
0: Well, um phase four, you know, I didn't enjoy I did and I didn't. I mean I I thought that I saw everything and I think the only thing I didn't watch was Miss Marvel all the way. I didn't finish that. Um I think I only got like three episodes in. And you know i i just feel like the identity i think everyone's in the the, the problem with everybody right now is just the identity of um the marvel verse is just the fact that you know the the main three guys even though thor's still around the main three are gone and now you know even worse and you know it's nobody's fault or anything but you know black panther could have been one of the mantles and of course he's not because he's you know Chadwick's gone, so um, I think I think one of the biggest things too is they I'm I enjoy the fact that they're bringing in characters that like really we probably would have never got like if you were looking at the beginning of this you know I don't think we ever thought we would have had three Ant Man movies um, Shang Chi the Eternals I like the Eternals I mean I don't I, I guess everybody kind of hated it I didn't have a problem with it. Um, the Black Widow movie I did think was okay, but I still think it was kind of pointless. It was cool to give her her own movie, but we could have gave it to her like prior to, you know, and then of course with the world, the way it is, the hashtag me toos, you know, everybody looks at it like, Oh, well now Black Widow's getting one and it must be because of this. Well, she could have probably got one, you know, right after she was introduced in, um, Iron Man two, you know, somewhere in there, she could have had one. So that movie would have fit in there without having, yeah, I don't know. So there's a lot going on. And I think just phase four, they were just trying to do too much. You know, the mainstays, Spider-Man was good. I enjoyed Multiverse of Madness. Thor, Love and Thunder, I wasn't the biggest on. Um I don't really remember why, but I'd like to, I think it was just kind of the same of Thor's movies, like it's just always the same. Um, whereas Ragnarok I thought was a lot better. And new um i think Lo- love and thunder was kind of a departure from ragnarok but still had the same things about it trying to be too funny and you know i know taika is pretty pretty good at writing and can do a lot of stuff with you know his movies and, and shows and black panther wakanda forever i actually enjoyed it you know they, they did what they could with it um i really enjoyed namor and, and how they used him and, um, you know, but even then, like I said, phase four, who is the main villain? There really wasn't one, you know, at the end of phase three, Thanos is gone. Iron Man's gone. C. Rogers is gone. Thor's doing his thing. And then everybody kind of splits up, right? And then you get phase four and there's really no big bad. There's kind of multiverse of madness. They used Scarlet Witch, which was kind of whatever. I wasn't, I wasn't like mad about it, but I mean, I just wish they would have caught it. They could have. Used her as like a puppet where maybe Dormammu or, or um, uh, Meph- was it, uh... Mephisto. Mephisto. Thank you. <laughs> was in the background, you know, doing stuff like they could have had other things going on instead of just utilizing her as like an anti hero because her kids are dead or not alive or never were or whatever. You know, Shang-Chi, I, I enjoyed Shang-Chi. Eternals was cool. It's on its own. And then you get to Ant-Man and Ant- 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 the Wasp, and I just felt like phase four was just kind of like a throw shit at the wall, see what sticks. And I'm not sure what actually stuck. And then Ant-Man, we're coming back to the original first three phases, you know, team of characters. And it was good. I mean, I didn't, there were some things that could have been different. Not sure why everybody keeps saying the CGI is not good. Cause I couldn't, like I literally, Ryan, I think told me that on Friday. And I was literally watching the CGI. Like, I don't know what part of the CGI wasn't good. Like where it was, the only thing I could think of was Modoc.
1: But That's the biggest complaint with people, yeah.
0: Yeah, but how are you supposed to stretch a big face head thing and do it like where it looks good? Either the face is too small on the body or it's going to be too, I don't know. That was the only thing I could pick out that was like, okay, well, maybe somebody's complaining about that. So I'd like to hear what you guys think
1: on like what CGI was not good. Well, before we get into that, I kind of want to talk about where I sit with the MCU as well. Um, just because you guys didn't mention it yourselves, so I w- I'd like to mention it. But I think my favorite thing from Phase 4 moving forward with Endgame was uh, What If. Um, I thought the show did a really good job of showing just different instances of what these characters could have been. And I, I just thought the animation was really cool. And having some of the character, or actors come back to do their voices, I thought was great. And um, it also gave us a look at Marvel Zombies, which is like a... A really cool storyline in the comics so to see like an episode about it i thought it was really cool um surprisingly i uh, actually really like the black widow movie um i do think they just released it too late obviously got delayed because of covid and stuff as well or um yeah because you know you couldn't go to the yeah. theaters yeah um and i think that's why the movie didn't sit well with people because it took so long to see it um but once i finally saw it i'm like i really enjoyed the backstory for all the characters and the introduction of the red guardian and her sister Elena, excuse me. Um, You know, besides the taskmaster being, you know, not what we were hoping for everything else about the movie was actually like really fun for me. And I I say fun in a good way because it was like a blockbuster that you could still really enjoy and continue to move forward with the story with Elena, you know, on Hawkeye and then later Thunderbolts. So, um, you know, and, and you made a really fucking good point, Eric, and I don't know if I talked about it in my Doctor Strange review that we did, but you're talking about how, like, you know, Wanda was the antihero who they just turned into the complete villain based off her kids being dead um, or gone um, in that movie. And I think that's why I hated it so much, because, like, she went, like, too far off the deep end, in my opinion, and it would have been really cool if it, if it was because of Mephisto in the dark hold, right? So she mm-hmm. looks at the Darkhold, but it's actually Mephisto really, really influencing her anger and stuff. And then she would have came around and, you know, helped kill him or whatever with Doctor Strange. Yeah, because the, just, the reason I say that, too, just
0: real quick, is just because I think it's hard for people to watch that movie who are not involved in anything. Like if they, you just went to watch it, and now, you're, if you've seen it lightly and you've seen Endgame, and, like, oh, Wanda's a good guy, she's battling with everybody else and fighting Thanos. And then you come and watch, and then you watch maybe the, um, the, uh, Shit, what was it called? Wanda vision.
1: Multi- oh, yeah.
0: No, if you watch WandaVision, it's like, okay, well, she's not really a bad guy, but she's doing things that you know maybe aren't questionable things. They're questionable, yeah. So she's not really a bad guy, but then you get in Doctor Strange and it's like, oh, now she's when did she turn? You know, what what, what was that? Was the biggest reason because she doesn't have her kids that she's gonna start killing ki- a kid using you know what I mean? I don't know. I just think it would have been better to have somebody using her mind because of the dark hold. That, to me that would have made more sense and then then you can still create wanda as a a, a good a hero or whatever now she's kind of questionable is she anti-hero which you know i guess she kind of was in the comics but i don't know so yeah
1: i guess it's just kind of frustrating because you know like given what the character's past is in the mcu and like you know the kids were made up they're not even real like she made them a reality right so it's like kind of just frustrating that like this character has gone through so much to become a better person all of a sudden just completely flips the coin and on fake humans and starts killing people like it's nothing or being willing to kill as many people as possible to get what she wants it just seemed a little stupid to me but whatever um,
2: I think they were trying to play at like somebody like losing everything because she lost vision and she's
1: just going through a psychotic break True, that's a good point. And she never really recovered from it, right? After he died, and and then she saw, and then she saw him being taken apart in the lab when they, when they, when she, as we were, you know, find out in one division towards the end. Yeah, she, like, she took his body from the lab. Well, uh, she he
2: killed her husband, I guess, at the time, and then Thanos brought him back just to
1: kill him again. And then, so, and then, yeah, and then you see them working on his body. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely a lot. You're not wrong it's just i don't know i just felt like i could have gone a matter differently but um uh eric seeing the movie the second time last night i actually agree with you i don't understand where people there's a couple moments but there's a couple moments with most movies unless you're the avatar um there's only like a couple moments where i thought like the cgi was bad but i didn't think it was like anything that ruined the movie where what moments Just when they're, you know, going in the quantum realm and they're flying down, you know, but you can't really make that look good. You know, it's just, it's just actors going through a massive green screen hole. If you really want to make it look like that, you know, when they get sucked in,
0: it just didn't look that great,
1: but you can't really make it look perfect. And then, yeah, Modoc's face just looks stupid, but
0: I can give you you that because I, I do remember catching one glimpse of when Paul Rudd and I can't know the, I don't know the girl's name, his daughter. Like then. they're kind of come, yeah, Newton, they're kind of coming, coming together to grab arms to, to whatever. And at that point when they're, they're coming together and kind of that, I guess that, that did catch my eye now that you say that. And then uh, when they're riding
1: on the manta ray, it just looks a little.
0: Oh, stupid. I thought that looked good.
1: Oh, well, there's one where
2: I think they're like putting the hand, like a hand up on a wall and like, it just starts kind of like melding through a little bit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Really? Like, yeah. I think it was uh the mom, the she's like putting her hand up on like a wall and it's just like kinda like you mm. can just tell it's a horrible green screen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll have to watch it again.
2: We'll I mean it, it's nothing bad. Like I, I just refer back to that Black Widow one where uh the girls jumping off in the explosion and it just looks like out of a nineties action film. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I, I just feel like Modoc's face, they could have done just a little bit better. Like, they could have touched it up better. I mean, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it, I mean, it quite literally looks like they just stretched it, his face out. Like, they didn't put more detail into it. But I don't really care. I mean, Modoc's just, he's a goofy ass character in general. <laughs> so I thought it was actually funny that they did it the way they did because all of um, Corey Stoll's like facial expressions being a stretched out big face like that seem funnier to me especially when you know I spoilers i guess uh before we continue um at the very end when he's dying like it looks like he's just like looking around at everyone like you know for their acceptance or like their appreciation that he sacrificed himself Mm. so i thought it was funny the way they designed the character so it doesn't really bother me that much because yeah i
0: mean i'm looking at different character or different uh animations you know comics and show you know of them of Modoc, a character itself i mean it's definitely for the most part they, they made it look all the same you know i just don't know how you could do it properly and you know obviously this they let the movie get released i mean somebody was like okay this looks good
1: <laughs>
2: That's true. i feel like they're on a time crunch like it's too you think so yeah, I mean, it takes a lot to fucking do all that CGI. Well, yeah. Um, what, productions, three, four years
0: um, to do? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah, CGI T- stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I know uh, Ryan doesn't like James Cameron and the Avatar series, but uh, it took that motherfucker 20 years to get it right. It looked beautiful, but he should have worked on the storyline while he's doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, could have made this better, bud. <laughs> um. Okay, so, you know, we don't have to go in like uh, chronological order or anything, but, Alex, what were your like, any potential like favorite moments of the movie? Ah, oh, I love it
2: when Paul Rudd. Any, any, any scene Paul Rudd's in, it's just he steals it for me
1: yeah he does yeah Yeah, he's pretty great and you know when you when you went and saw the movie like did you have expectations or you just like it's paul rod
2: i didn't watch any trailers so i i went into it blind and i I think that actually helps a lot because i don't know i i I hate seeing trailers in the movie theaters as well um because it kind of they give away too much and. you you know they always put like the best parts in the trailers it's like okay well the movie's kind of ruined for me so yeah, I always I always stay away from it so I, I went in with not high expectations but came out like you know that movie deserved my money
1: nice uh, Eric what are your uh, favorite parts of the movie um <clears throat>
0: I liked most of the scenes with Kang. I thought he was really. I thought Jonathan Majors is good. I think he's great. I think he's going to do great with all the different um, Kang variants that we're going to get, whatever that means. And however that, you know, is handled. Yeah. Um, and I, I agree. I mean, Paul Rudd is, I just like Paul Rudd. I like Paul Rudd as a person, but I like him also as Scott Lang. And I think he took, he, I think it's, I think he was like the right person to put in as that character. Cause it's like, it's ant-man it's kind of campy you know it's i know the comics it's a but it's a comic you know that's that's what comics are right um but i think they did really well over the last you know whatever five six years that he's done the character um so i agree with alex i mean i just enjoyed all paul rudd's stuff you know i think he makes you get all the feelings through his face when he's doing emotional scenes or you know dad jokes or Funny scenes or you know shit like that, and I think he's always been good, really good at that. So I was, I was at, happy with him. I thought Michael Michael Douglas was pretty good this time around. They actually gave him good dialogue and, and something to do, a reason to be there. Um, I definitely agree with Ryan's statement that he made with me, um Friday, just saying that how annoying. And you know maybe I wouldn't have noticed. I probably would have noticed it, but maybe I just had a little bit more going into it before watching it, but you know, Michelle Pfeiffer's, you know, just, I don't understand why they dragged that shit out. So that was one of the downsides. Like, well, oh, I can't, I can't talk about it. Or blah, blah. And, and, you know, that, I don't know. That was one thing that kind of was kind of stupid to me, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think King and, or uh, John Majors and Paul Rudd are the best parts of the movie. You know, the daughter was Carrie, was it Carrie Newton? Uh, Catherine, yeah. Catherine Newton. Catherine Newton. Sorry. You know that she was pretty good. Yeah. Um, with what she was given. And then definitely the wasp was, she was fine. She was
1: fine. Uh, I thought the wasp was amazing. I thought, I loved everything about it.
0: I didn't feel like they gave her a lot to do. She kind of emotional support for Paul Rudd. Like,
1: you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't I know. I mean, she helps him two times. Almost bringing the conflict to an end. She helps him stop them from leaving. And then she helps him at the end, kill him. So, Mm, yeah, I guess that's true. She's in it quite a bit, Eric. I don't know. I mean, she does a lot of dialogue too. Fuck okay, you, Ryan. <laughs> I'm
0: just saying, now, giving you my thoughts, okay, Ryan? Um, <laughs>
1: know?
2: Y- you know, as as in pest control, I, I my favorite scene is actually when the ants come.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And uh, fuck up, Kang.
0: <laughs> so, the, so the, I wanted to ask you guys about that. You know. I know he's already getting messed up. You know, they were had a I thought the fight was pretty good too. Um but when that happened I was like mm, I don't know. Is he dead? Is he?
1: No, he'll come back. He's dead at all.
2: No, he's he's in the the photon that, realm.
0: Yeah, was no. that just an easy way out to like not have the
1: characters kill something or someone? No, I think it was I think he's going to come back because he's just going to be so fucking pissed off and he's going to kill so many people.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I think it's just that I think that's just their way of doing that. That's all. Um, I thought that was a cool scene, though. Bringing the ants. No, I thought, dude, yeah, I thought the ants thing was really cool. Um, I liked it quite a bit. Well, Uh, somebody knows
2: ants because they got it fucking narrowed down to a T on what the fuck they do to a, a piece of meat. Yeah. Just ripping it apart like that. Yeah. I mean, those giant ants probably would have killed him, but and not just carried him away. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, and then yeah. I'll say the lackluster thing for sure was Bill Murray. I mean, they just, they basically just added him in there for for fucking who knows what.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's almost like he was, and it was just again another and anno-
0: Yeah. And it was just again another annoying thing that was like, oh, he and him, he, him it's all you
1: that guy they can't like use his name like it's like all the whole audience unless you're a new fan fucking knows what it is so like yeah i don't know i, I thought that was annoying as shit too and I,
0: I thought that if they were gonna do that they could have made him seem like he was scarier or something you know because if you're not if you can't speak like think about harry potter when they said he who shall not be named you know we already knew it was voldemort but you knew why people were scared of him. Whereas Kang, they didn't give him any, I mean, barely gave him anything. And, you know, if you're a Marvel, Marvel fan, a comic, you know, um, you know how kind of he is, but the general audience doesn't know that, you know? Yeah. So I guess for just trying to say it that way and make him sound scary, but it really <clears throat> and it kind of didn't do nothing. And like I said, they didn't show anything that's, uh, that's like, He's a badass killing people. I mean, it was real quick, Michelle Pfeiffer's little thing. Yeah. So for them to just keep continue to do that was kind of seemed a little pointless.
1: Yeah, I thought um, you know, Jane, Michelle Pfeiffer's character was just annoying as fuck. I I honestly like watching it for the second time, I think that's why I didn't like the movie. I just thought her character was annoying as shit and useless and I don't know. It sucks because I think the actress is amazing, but just like, okay, you're happy to be with your family, but you're also not going to tell your family of this danger, right? That is destroying universes because obviously she touched, you know, his that power or whatever to the ship, and then she saw it. She touched his balls. She touched his balls, (laughs) and again, another little thing that was
0: kind of like you guys could have done that differently, like you know, all of a sudden there's this other person, you know, with her. So she should be ecstatic, right? She's been there for however long. Then this guy, this guy shows up and then all she does is touch his balls. And now I know everything, which, you know, maybe that's true in life, you know, that's how it works. But, um, (laughs) you know, I would have preferred that they actually gave him a chance to explain his story where she then created an opinion on it, not just seeing a flash of death and destruction because you know i mean that could have been anything right
1: yeah
0: um yeah, if he, if it really he grew if they had like a year two years to grow and build a little sanctuary to do what they wanted to do to get out of there and then over time he starts trusting her and tells her things what he's done or how he views things and she creates an opinion upon him rather than just seeing something and boom i don't like you oh my god you're the worst you're the you're death like you know what i mean Just was like, it was like the flip of a light switch. And I I can see why people are like, "Mm." you know, the writing, again, the writing could have been a little better on that part. Yeah.
2: I feel like he could have just lied to her again and been like, that's uh, multiple
0: timelines. Yeah, exactly. I'm here to stop that. Yeah. That's what I've seen. Yeah. Something. Yeah. yeah, He he didn't fight it at all. (laughs) He's like,
1: ah, yeah. uh, That's me. I kill people. Mm-hmm. Hi. <laughs> West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, the other thing, too, though, is like, you know, the whole post credit scene of all the kings, like they could have just showed that in the movie when they exiled him to give him more story for us or something. Or True. Like, I don't know. I didn't I, stay
2: to the last end credit scene. I stayed to the first one.
1: It's just uh, the old timey, like 1800s. It's like a scene uh, from Loki,
0: too. It's like a carnival show.
1: Thing. Yeah, it's going to be in Loki season two. And it's just him and Owen Wilson sitting in the crowd. And King's like, oh, my God, that's him. And then Owen Wilson's like, oh, he seems like a nice guy. And then that cuts off. That's it. And Loki mm. just oh, looks ter- so they don't
0: even show who that is?
1: Whoever they're talking about? No, it is King. Oh, okay. No, they,
0: they, no, they show him. Oh, that's, that's him. right. That's right. I, I remember now. It's, a, a, it's another version, the
1: old-timey version, different name, same yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. So the other thing I noticed too that I didn't like because I just find it annoying, um, it almost seems like every time you know Paul Rudd, while Scott Lang like talks, like everyone's just putting him down, like making him like explaining how him how to live his life or like that, um, almost like uh, it's almost the reverse role of mansplaining, uh, (laughs) women'splaining, like it's just like a they're always shitting on him. Like especially his daughter and shit, like just telling him that you know he doesn't do anything, he's useless basically. But it's like, what I mean, what do you do after you save the world? I and mean, what what else? I mean, besides whatever he's doing in the movie, and, a book. And the Avengers are gone basically. Yeah, yeah. It just uh, it seemed kind of annoying to me because it's like, it's almost like the writers are trying to diminish what Ant Man did for the uh, Avengers and um. I really don't like that shit because I I feel like not maybe the MCU or, um, no, it's kind of something that made me mad about Spider Man is like them forgetting, everyone forgetting who he is. I don't know. It, when you take away something that like someone did and like, um, you kind of like, uh, like, uh, for instance, like, if Tony Stark comes back in the next movie, then him sacrificing himself in Endgame is wasted. Like, stuff like that, where you diminish the what what someone's already done, I guess. I'm, I don't know why mm-hmm. I'm having such a hard time describing this. No, I got you. I just feel like, with Ant-Man... You diminish really their happening. prior sacrifices, and then it's like, well, what was that for? Yeah, and I just feel like, with Ant-Man, they're just, like, shitting on him. But it's like, he's done so much in such a yeah. little time.
2: I, uh I I mean, I kind of get that, but you also got to do like the family perspective, like you know.
0: Yeah, Ryan, I tell you what to do all the time that you need to fix.
2: Yeah, well, like Ryan selling cases, uh, you know, and we we make and he's awesome. Yeah, we we make fun of him. You know, he he (laughs) did great things, but we've heard it, and
1: we're we're just joshing on him. See, I think Alex hit it on the nose right there. i was say that's a pretty goddamn good rebuttal. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but, Alex. Uh, but you know, uh, oh, he's not wrong though. No, he's not. But uh,
2: at that's the end, weird. he's uh, what does uh, he say to Scott? He he says something from Scott's book, and he's like,
0: "You read my book." Mm. And he's like, "Every oh, single word, word, yeah, yeah, yeah." It's true. No, I thought the I thought the movie was had a lot of good to it, man. I really did. I think there was just a couple little things they could have just touched up and done differently that would have gave it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I think there was key moments like like Alex just brought up. Like I forgot about that, but now you know that was a good moment. You know, because it was kind of like that final. I mean, if you think about the other two Ant Man movies, he was just trying to have um, Michael Douglas' character. Uh, he just in, uh, appreciate him and you know, respect given the, them, the attaboy and the respect. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, that kind of was part of, that was kind of it. Yeah. So like I said, I think he, there was a couple things that could have been better, but for the most part, and I, I'll, I want to watch it again. Um, I liked all the kind of the characters that were in the quantum realm, like the freedom fighters, if you will, definitely understood while watching it after you had said it, Ryan, that this is like the star Wars of, um, of the Marvel verse, you know, this was like their Star Wars movie, yeah. Because um, I definitely felt like that was just, just a bunch of. And I actually, what I did notice, and I don't know how you guys felt, I felt that the characters and the makeup and costumes that they did for all these random ass things, I thought it was really good. I was like, man, I've never seen kind of something like that. I don't know if you guys kind of felt. Yeah, it-
2: yeah, I, I like the the building mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that. The aircraft buildings that are yeah. actually living.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was kind of cool. I just thought they did a really good job with that, you know, except for maybe the, the main girl character kind of looked like.
1: I just thought the Cena main Princess freedom Warner. fighter chick was annoying as fuck. And, um, you know, what I told you when I saw the movie, when we were sitting with Chris before the concert is, yeah, and I saw the again yesterday, of course, when Cassie's, you know, saying like, we you know we're looking for our loss or we've lost everything or we lost our family. And she's like, you're not the only ones who've lost everything. Like no shit, like it's just like a, a line you can see coming from a mile away. When they pan the camera to her and she turns around and like says it, I don't remember the exact line, but it's just um, such so like a waste of a line and it doesn't really make the character likable because it's not about. I mean, these people literally just got transferred, transported here from a different fucking universe, like from Earth, right? So they're lost. They have no idea where the fuck they're at. They lost their family. Like, if you've also lost everything, then I mean, why don't you sympathize with them? Like, well, maybe we can all work together to, you know, get back what we lost or something, not be some pushover dickhead.
2: Uh, yeah. It's just, uh, I see that kind of line in
1: so many movies and it just gets old. I don't know.
2: They could have brought up, like, you know, something like that, but there could have been a rebuttal but like, uh, yeah, we lost half our population in a snap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. True. Yeah, I, yeah just... I could have brought up Thanos right
1: there. Yeah, that's true. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just, but... there's a couple of cheesy lines in this movie that really took me out of it. But like I said, seeing it a second time, I really did enjoy it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, I mean, I was dozing off throughout the movie, but I never like actually fell asleep. Um, I just think the first like 30 minutes are a little rough still. Uh, I didn't
0: think so. I know that you had mentioned that and I was kind of like. I could see where you would say that, but it kind of didn't take 30 minutes to start getting kicked into the quantum realm. And um, and even then, you know, the, there's like, whatever, I don't know, five to 10 minutes worth of Paul Rudd just kind of talking and showing off what he's been doing in the book. And I I don't know. I didn't have a problem with it.
1: Yeah, I think... Um, I honestly think this is a movie where I was better off probably not seeing the trailers. Yeah, Maybe. You know? Alex said that, and I really like, he's not wrong. Like, you pretty much see some of the most key points, not obviously (laughs) the whole scene, but you see key points in the film in the trailers for sure. And, uh, you know, when you're spending two hours in the quantum realm, it probably would have been nice to just be surprised by something because none of it was surprising, besides maybe the ants at the end. But that was kind of uh, hinted at when they fell down, anyways. You know, Mm -hmm, they got sucked in. Yeah, but the camera yeah. also panned on them. So it's like, hey, this is a character you need to focus on. So um, I, I just don't disagree with Alex. Like, you know, and this is something I was talking about with Brian, you know, about video games. Like, I'm not watching extra Zelda stuff. Like, I want to just see what happens when I play it. And I think with some of these movies moving forward, it'd probably be better off just to experience it going blind. Um, it's just really hard because trailers are really fun to watch. And it's really exciting when they come out. But I think this movie, um, I mean, ultimately, it's not even the directors or the actors or the studio, you know, it's whoever they hire to make the trailers, you know, Um, I just wish um, they wouldn't show so much. You really don't have to either to get people hyped. So I don't know. Um, I'm jealous that you went in blind, basically well do it on the next movie <laughs> too late already, already, yeah too late i already seen two guardians of the galaxy trailers and i already think i already know what's going to happen because of those uh, trailers.
2: i saw i saw guardians of the galaxy that's why i don't like going to the movies because they i usually wait for them on dvd because so sure, you gotta show then, up late alex then, i know i know but
1: <laughs> that, that is true though because like the guardians trailer shows a shit ton as well so it's, like, well, i'm lot. still going
2: to see that one because oh Chris yeah. Pat, yeah my sister was sitting next to me and she's like he's so hot <laughs> uh I, I wish uh, I wish for the end end trailer though, um like they would have had all the current Avengers kinda like talking and uh you know like uh Luis from the first and second movie shows up and starts trying to explain
0: because Scott's late or something like that. <laughs> that would've been
1: good. Dude, that would've been fucking
0: amazing. You know that's funny too. Although I guess you know Nick Fury's up in space or whatever with the scrolls, and I guess we haven't seen Secret Invasion, which we're gonna get here shortly. But that's a good point. I mean, that would have been hilarious. I think that would have been fucking hilarious because also you know um, I'm forgetting the actor's name now, but he wasn't in it. Um yeah. Michael Pena. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I I was semi surprised none of those guys were in it. Ti and then uh, David uh, whatever his name is. Um, just because. They've been in the the other two, and they were kind of staples of those two movies. But anyway, you know, that's something I just thought of too when Alex said it, it was like, why? Who's leading the Avengers? And not even leading, but like, do they even email or chat or meet up or say what's up to each other ever between the, the movies? Well, I think like, I think or is it just going to show up and back
1: on track. With, like, the Avengers actually talking again. You think so? I think so. I think Secret Invasion and Captain America is going to bring it back to, like, Avengers actually speaking and trying to form uh. up again. Because Captain America has, you know, Big Brain, or what's his name? Um, it's in that Thunderbolt Ross. Thaddeus become, Ross, yeah. Yeah, has becoming sure. becoming Red Hulk, but the main villain is actually that doctor who got infected Um, in an incredible Hulk, Edward Norton's. He's in the new movie. Uh, you know, he gets infected by the gamma. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Oh, it turns into, like, Big Brain. It's a villain. It's a Hulk villain. Hulk's going to probably be in the movie, too, because it's his villain.
0: And She-Hulk. So. Um, I didn't have a problem with She-Hulk. I mean, they, was, it was, they did a couple, like, stupid things, but I enjoyed She-Hulk. Whatever.
2: I just um, don't like the new Hulk as a character. Uh, Mark Ruffalo? Yeah.
1: Oh, you don't? Uh-uh. Oh. Yeah, I never have either. I always I thought didn't. Kevin Orton would have been better off staying around. Um, he didn't want to, though. Yeah, so good thing he didn't, because it sucks when someone doesn't want to do a role. Um, yeah, I think Captain America might bring it back, because what we have... we have um, Well, we do have the Marvels that comes out this year, and they just released a poster for that. That's yeah, idea. so we
0: still have Guardians and the Marvels this year. The this next is year is horrible. New horrible. World Order, Thunderbolts, and Blade. God, next
1: year's gonna be cool.
0: Yeah, we'll I, see. I wonder what the
1: Marvels is gonna be. They're just gonna dance around and talk about the, each other's powers for two hours or I don't know.
0: I thought the, the girl that plays the uh, Miss Marvel, I thought like she Kamala had really Khan? good yeah, Kamala Khan. I thought she had really good qualities and I could see like it going in a really good direction. Yeah, she's um, cool
1: as shit. I just don't like... I mean, Monica Rambeau and her actress, they're alright. And then Brie Larson sucks, so. But Kamala Khan's cool as shit, so... Yeah, but, we'll see. You like Brie Larson? But,
0: yeah, I like Brie Larson. Oh. She's a good actress.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe not in the franchise movies, but in an actress alone, she's good.
2: Man. Spider-Man has more cake than her.
0: Well... <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to pull up the she, she did a Halloween thing back in the day, a couple years back, of Samus. It's pretty good. Oh nice. The Zero Suit, Samus. Mm-hmm. Um so overall, what what where do you guys land on this movie as far as like just a one through ten grade?
1: Uh well what is before we jump into that, what is everyone's mm-hmm. least favorite thing about the movie? Bill Murray. I didn't think Janet Van is the worst part. Alex, what do you think? Mm. And I've kind of already explained it. That's why I'm just leaving it. You what know, I
2: mean? the the Freedom Fighters, because Megan brought up, it's just like
1: the Thor Ragnarok.
2: Mm.
1: So, well, uh, that's, an, I, that's that... an, I think this movie has an identity crisis, anyways, because a lot of it does seem like Star Wars, even in the Cantina and just uh, when they're in those newer futuristic-looking uh, cities. And then, yeah, the Freedom Fighters, we saw that in Thor. um you know, Eric, you brought up Michael Peña and T.I., like, it kind of would have been cool to see Scott and his crew get sucked into the quantum realm and have to get yeah, their way out. Funny. Like, I feel like they could have actually leaned into these actors and utilized them, you know? And I think they might have been scared to do that. You know, maybe they... I think, I think they're overscaling
0: things. You know, do we really need the freedom fighters? I don't think so. No. Yeah, I think
1: they're just trying too much because at the end of the day
0: they really didn't do anything against king it was just ant man the wasp and you know the The ants which is cool and the ants but i'm just saying like that was towards the end so at that point he was already on his last leg and they just kind of finished him off so the freedom fighters are just a piece of the story where they could have not had that dialogue and not had that part of the you know they could have had it real quick or something yeah where they meet somebody and they're like oh just go that way and then that's it some some shit like that (laughs) yeah it's over there see that big thing over there it's right yeah. there. Here, here's a, a flying man array. Um, Drink the use, you know. And then it could have had more story towards the the main character. So, I could definitely see that being um, people's, especially after Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, and uh, Ragnarok too. I think. Oh, the, the, you, you know what? So another like, another yeah. thing
2: that pissed me off. Um, I guess it didn't really piss me off. It just kind of annoyed me. <laughs> uh, was like how. If, all the freedom fighters are getting freaking vaporized by their the weapons uh or like Kang's weapons and like Kang's shooting Scott and everything and all the other yeah. things are just blasting him and he's just i mean it's hurting him but it's not you know affecting it's a suit, him dude. at all it's a suit. yeah but he's in a brand new realm <laughs> with with uh technology that is centuries uh, right ahead ahead yeah yeah
1: wait what was your complaint
0: just uh, just just out there just murdering and blasting people and then when he does it to Ant-Man nothing's he doesn't die yeah even like the regular
2: weapons were doing it um but it's plot armor he's the main character
1: dude you can't kill him
2: I know I'm just saying (laughs)
0: like show some wounds on him well, he yeah. got messed up, but he got messed up by the fists. fists yeah,
2: yeah. apparently fists hurt worse than plasma. I guess so. <laughs> plasma quantum <laughs> bullets. <laughs> uh, I
1: also think um, it's annoying that they constantly take off their helmets. But I guess it's okay because of the way their helmet works, right? Mm. It or just kind of, kind of reminded me of the Halo TV show where Master Chief would take his helmet off every 10 seconds. like, like <laughs> There's literally a meme where you could like legitimately in a 10 second scene he takes his helmet off after just putting it on and gets in the warthog so it kind of just I'm like watching it man just thinking about that and I'm like God damn it at least <laughs> his is a button <laughs> well, that's why I think it's okay right because it's a button and it kind of comes back down like a like a flap more than an actual helmet kind of thing I don't know if that if that's why it maybe doesn't bother people um but for me it kind of, it kind of uh, is annoying sometimes Nobody. Mm. Does it not bother you at all? or it happens a lot. So. I mean, I
0: noticed it, that it was a lot in and out of, you know, walking around with a character, but it, I don't know if it bothered me that much. But I did notice it, for sure.
1: They okay. did a lot in the other movies, too. So. Yeah, I have to watch the second one again. Um, I know I know, I like it. I just have to watch it again. It's, I think it's also crazy how... If you just watched Infinity War or Civil War, Infinity War and Endgame, you don't even have to watch the first two Ant Man films. You just jump into it, the uh, Quantum from Endgame and shit. It's um, so like that's another reason why I wish like his crew was in this movie because it would have felt more like a sequel to his last film more than just Endgame. But...
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm nervous that the moving forward. I mean, if they're gonna get to Secret Wars and King Dynasty, I'm as cool as it's probably gonna be. You know, I feel like they're gonna have to. It's gonna have to be like two movies, again, if not long two movies. Um, I just feel like they're doing a fucking ton, and they haven't really been able to, like, catch up and do things properly. Um, and I feel like we're also shitting on the movie a little bit. So I don't, you know, I don't know if there's any more positivity. I will
2: say, Uh, uh, I got one more negative negativity (laughs) thing to say. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Modoc not fucking shooting people and just talking to them.
0: <laughs> yeah, because if you watch this, he's like,
2: I got you now, yeah. and you're gonna look at my face and you're gonna die.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, he's not wrong, he's a killing machine. He's supposed to,
2: yeah, killing them with words and boredom. Yeah, shoot, motherfucker, kill him, <laughs> but you gotta yeah. him, and that's you know
1: he's ineffective at that. Yeah. I just think Marvel's in a weird spot where they're trying, trying, but also not trying hard enough to build the future. And this is something I was like trying to explain to Eric. Like it's not just about Captain America and Iron Man. It's the way they did those films that led to the next film moving forward. Like we're just not doing a very good job of it. And um, at the same time, it's also like it's at the cost of a character sequel. This was his third film. And it really didn't do much for him as a character. And what happens to King in the post credit scene also wasn't that great either. So it's like, what did we really accomplish with this film? Besides having a really good time watching Paul Rudd do his thing. So that's just kind well, of... Well, that's what I'm great. saying. I think
0: these movies need to step back and not try to do so much. Yeah. yeah. Keep it about the characters. The main character, the Ant-Man. It's his fucking movie. Keep it about him.
1: Yeah, because I thought they did a good job with Hope and Cassie. You know, Cassie had a few annoying lines, but other than that, she was a great looking young Avenger, but she did things that were fine. You know, she's Mm -hmm. not competent yet in the suit, but, you know, she had I thought she was perfectly fine. I don't know. Some people really didn't like her either, but I didn't think she was nearly as annoying as some people did. Um, But yeah, so (laughs) before we just keep going down a route of is there any positivity in the movie? Uh, Honestly, after seeing it again, I think it's a 6.8 out of 10. I can't give it a 7. I'll uh, give it a
0: 7. I was going to give it a 7 too. I was right there, 6.5 to 7, but I didn't think 5 would be good. I'd just give it a 7.
1: Yeah, there's something about I th- it. I just didn't want to give it a 7. I think what what took away the 7 the, was the, the MODOK thing. That I one Alex of the best said. parts
0: of it is just literally King and his look yeah
1: they nailed the look and I thought Jonathan Majors was incredible Um, he's a, a very talented actor so it's really cool to see him do his thing and I can't wait to see what he continues to do with like maybe what if and then the other movies that Kings featured in so should be fucking yeah. dope well,
0: I think they'll utilize all the other Kings the way that not only did they show three major ones in the post credit scene but moving forward in the next couple movies I think they'll utilize him really well I think him as an actor can do that, you know, so far he's been able to. His, I think the one from
1: Loki was totally different than... And I know that was kind of like He Who Remains. Um, but, well, I mean, there's the whole theory that, you know, Sylvie killed the best of all kings, and, you know, and he like that was already the end of the MCU in that moment, and it's all going to wrap up back to it, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that's exactly how it is going to play out too, so... That would be crazy if after everything happens, that that actually is the ending of everything. It's just low key and Sylvie fucked everything up again. That's it. Cuts it off. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see how that plays out because he does say in that last the season finale that he's seen everything. So and this is the result of that him in that castle locked away basically.
2: He's seen so. everything
1: up till this point. Well, no, I mean, he he actually does like know what happens to all the other kings and shit. So, yeah, no, I know.
2: It's just when both the Lokis are in there, he says, This is, I've seen everything up until this point.
1: Gotcha. gotcha. So, I don't know. I'm curious to see like how Loki season two plays out as well because of this. Um, And I think that comes out this year too, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. that was another thing that Kevin Feige came out and said they're going to slow down on the the shows, which kind of sucks because I think What If was supposed to come out, or no, maybe that's next year. But I think What the If the shows we're going to get is yeah. Loki
1: two and Secret Invasion. Yeah, so if What Ifs can still come out, I'd be happy. Or did they cancel that? No, I mean it's still
0: coming. I just don't know. I don't think it's going to be this year.
1: Oh, I think Secret Invasion looks fucking cool from that trailer. So. Um, I'm really excited to see what happens with that. I think we're going to get some serious Winter Soldier vibes with, like, who you can trust and shit. So, yeah. Um, So, majority is a 7 out of 10 for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Um, I think I just expected too much from this film in terms of, like like, building the rest of Phase 5, but it also is the first film of Phase 5, so it's okay. Um, I think we need to go
0: Christopher's and and Alex's route. A, don't watch anything as much as possible, and B, have no expectations. Chris told yeah. you know that's yeah, why Chris he kind of was... liked it because he said he had no expectation for this.
1: Yeah, I think like moving forward, I'm gonna just not expect anything, you know, and just enjoy a film, and then go from there because that's what ruined it for me for sure in terms of the first viewing. Um, you watch Wakanda forever, right? No, I just know what happens that's all well. oh. and based off what happens, I didn't want to watch it. And then I heard Ray Williams was annoying so she's fine. So. make your own that's... opinions,
0: Ryan. don't be a sheep.
1: <laughs> well yeah. uh yeah, um, is there anything else you guys like to add before we wrap this bad boy up? Maybe one of these fucking days we'll do MCU again, Eric. Just have to do it. You just got to do Dark World and kind of get. If really we're going to do it there. though, we need to have Alex to finish it off. So I'm down with doing it. We
0: just have to. I want, you know, he's into it too. I mean, that just means he's got to watch all the movies. Wait, uh, up till Dark World? So we're well, at- we've already done from Iron Man to Iron Man 3. We were on to Dark World next.
1: Oh, I love that one.
0: Yeah. So we would just literally watch it and then go through it, review it just like so, we did with this. Yeah. We're doing the entire MCU.
2: Oh good. You know, we we need a we need a Thor voice in this.
1: Cuz I know you guys are both Captain America tards. Actually, mm-hmm. he's an Iron Man guy and I'm Captain America and then I guess you're a Thor guy. I thought Thor Ragnarok was great.
2: No, I just remember we did one of these and we we got a little bit of an argument over uh over uh who was better, who
1: had a who had a better story, Captain America or Thor. Captain, Captain. America has a way better story. Yeah, you are th- yes, okay. Yeah, because I think you're on the Avengers episode or something. And, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Well please watch Thor the Dark World and we can and then just write the stuff down and we'll all I stand
2: do- by my point still.
1: Even after Love and Thunder, are you fucking kidding me? That was that was before. <laughs> Yeah, I think Love and Thunder kind of ruined that fucking character's story arc. God, that movie sucks so fucking but bad. But it wasn't
2: Thor's fault,
1: it was the the director, so. Yeah, Taika took a shit on that franchise. He said, fuck you, Marvel. Um, Okay, so yeah, I don't know when that's going to come out. I won't even say when, but hopefully we do it soon, because I think it would be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, do you guys have anything else to say before you wrap this bad boy up?
0: Nope, I got nothing i well, just go check it out. Don't take our opinion for it.
1: Yeah, definitely go watch it, especially if you like the actors.
0: Go make your form your own. But it wasn't bad. Alex? Yes. At this point, we're
1: too committed. <laughs> okay, Alex said yes. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being on the Inches Works podcast, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye, Alex.